Okay, I essentially have two questions. Uh, how did you become an environmentalist? And how were you able to translate that concern about the environment to your business? Oh, great. Well, those are good questions. Okay. Uh, I feel I've been an environmentalist um, all my life because I've been so passionate about the outdoors and wild places. Uh, I've spent uh, most of my life exploring and climbing and uh, um, traveling into remote parts of uh, the world and our own country here in the U.S. Uh, so I think that um, those travels have made me aware of uh, uh, the beauty and the importance of our natural environment. Uh, uh, and I feel that, uh, you know, it's an obligation we all have to be good stewards and protect our environment because in addition to uh, appreciating and enjoying the outdoors, I've seen it uh, the problems that um, uh, uh, industry and uh, neglect have, have uh, created with our uh, with our own wilderness here and, and wilderness and uh, um, environments in other parts of the world, particularly in Peru, where uh, I spent a lot of time climbing and exploring and uh, over the last 25 years, and I've been able to actually see that the differences in encroachment and uh, neglect have had, and also global warming has had on uh, the glaciers of that uh, region. So, mm -hmm. um, so I sort of feel I've been an environmentalist all my life, but uh, I now feel I'm in a position to do something about it more than, you know, perhaps I have been able to in the past, just because we have a big business here. And, uh, um, I feel an obligation to do everything we can to uh, be as uh, uh, good environmental stewards as possible. And um, the first step in that is to reduce, recycle, reuse, and uh, as much as possible wean ourselves off our addiction to uh, fossil fuels as we can. Does that answer the question? Yes, it does. Thank you. Um, could you give me some examples of other things uh, aside from weaning off um, fossil fuels and that sort of thing that you've applied to your business here? Yeah. Uh, we um, recycle and reuse as much of our uh, waste product as possible. Every uh, bit of paper and cardboard is recycled. Of course, all our bottles and cans and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, we have now... Uh, uh, gone to 100% post-industrial uh, uh, or recycled product for our papers and cardboard. Uh, so, um, you know, uh, we've made that step. Uh, we um, encourage the use of uh, public transport and uh, uh, our, uh, uh, with our employees, and uh, we are uh, fortunate to be right across the street from the um, MBTA station, which was part of the attraction of coming to this um, facility in the first place. One of the reasons we moved here was that um, we, uh, this was an abandoned building, mm -hmm. and it, although it's a big building and it was in terrible uh, uh, disrepair and neglect, uh, we saw it as an opportunity to, to reuse and um, um, uh, renovate and uh, I've always been that way. I, I think Americans need to spend more time uh, fixing things and repairing things and building things that can be repaired instead of this attitude that 
I think we've adopted where when something's old, you throw it out. And uh, so this was, a, we saw this building that many saw as a, a big uh, uh, nightmare as an opportunity to uh, rebuild. And uh, there was a lot of good things in, in it that we could reuse, uh, um, including those giant silos on the side, uh -huh. which many people thought we'd just tear down. And I said, uh, heck no, those are going to be, uh, uh, could be uh, uh, part of our, um, a biomass furnace system because a big part of using biomass technology is having the ability to store the fuel. So here were two great storage containers on site. So we adapted those, because that's not what they were originally intended for, to our biomass furnace uh, uh, process. And uh, um, it wasn't cheap, but I think in the end it's the right thing to do, to find ways to reuse what's out there instead of just tearing down things and uh, disposing and throwing them into landfills. So uh, so this building was was a big step for us. And we did so, we renovated it in a, we feel, very environmentally conscious way, uh, looking at um, uh, creating an envelope that was uh, well insulated and uh, um, easy to heat and uh, had uh, comfortable spaces uh, for our employees to work in. Um, which are also an important part of the environment. Sure. sure. People uh, have to be uh, happy and comfortable in the places they work. Uh, we um, uh, were adamant that we had natural uh, sunlight coming into our, not just our offices, but our working area as well. So we opened up those big clear stories mm -hmm. with uh, lighting all the way around. And I think we created an environment here that is um, uh, conducive to work and uh, environmentally conscious, and so that was the start of it, really. Okay. Um, could you tell me a little bit about uh, uh, environmental responsibility in, in the manufacturing process and in the materials that you use or choose oh, yeah. to use? Well, that's a, uh, another good... Uh, well, we're very uh, uh, careful not to waste product when um, we use the uh, uh, most... Uh, uh, advanced technology in cutting and machining our products so that uh, we're not um, throwing away good material or, or wasting. We also spend time uh, uh, always with architects and, and uh, contractors and, and customers in trying to find ways to um, use the materials more efficiently and if uh, sometimes a, a project may call for a tremendous amount of solid wood and we feel we can achieve the as good or better product by using a veneered product, perhaps, which is less wasteful um, as it's going to be using a recycled type core. Uh, we do that. Uh, uh, of course, the, the use of um, uh, man-made uh, particle board and uh, um, uh, MDF cores are recycled to begin with. So that is, uh, we feel, a, a good environmental approach to begin with. Um, I think uh, most importantly, though, as a manufacturer of wooden things, we need to look at how we make things and uh, use processes that uh, are, are less wasteful. It's good for your pocketbook, and it's good for the environment. And uh, we're always trying to find technology and uh, approaches that are less wasteful. And it's not just having the fanciest equipment, either. It's, it's about how you look at things, how you engineer products. Uh, um, 
sometimes designs are done and uh, they need to be rethought. And we're the best ones to, to relook at the designs and find a way to, um, you know, maybe the framing uh, in a uh, reception desks are are drawn much too heavy and don't and could be thinned down, or the um, the paneling is uh, thicker than it needs to be, and uh, we can uh, reduce the thickness on uh, uh, some of the product and save a lot of material. Uh, you know, obviously, you want to build things that last because that's I think that's a good environmental approach as well. Uh, you don't want to have to rebuild things uh, uh, because they didn't stand the test of time, but uh, to do so in a way that is uh, practical and um, uh, efficient with its use of materials is, is a, I think a good environmental practice. Do you feel that um, that the woodworking industry in general uh, can become more green or should become more green or has a responsibility to become more green? Absolutely. Uh, I think as woodworkers we have an obligation to protect the forests that, uh, you know, First of all, provide the wood products that we rely on for our industry, but more importantly, because the forests are uh, an essential uh, uh, environment for uh, uh, for our world. They, it's where uh, so much of our oxygen is produced, and uh, they house so many habitats for wild creatures that are in the greatest, perhaps, biodiversity in the natural world. So. Uh, we have an obligation to protect those for a variety of reasons, and um, I think uh, as woodworkers we need to promote and uh, uh, and help uh, um, uh, develop the uh, whole um, uh, certified wood um, process. Uh, um, it's still in its infancy, but I think it's a very valuable process, and we need to. Uh, to be part of that whole process and encourage architects and um, uh, designers and, and end users to uh, specify uh, certified wood products and become part of that chain of custody. Um, you know, it's, it hasn't been around that long and it's not perfect, but it's uh, the only way it's going to get better is that if we all take an active role in, uh, um, in developing it. So. I think that's one way as woodworkers we can help. And uh, um, uh, I think uh, we all woodworking uh, woodworkers and manufacturers in general need to look at their own process and become more green as we are. I think uh, I hope that we can uh, become a, a good example for our industry and encourage others to do the same. I will say though that um, I, as, as strong as I feel about importance of being a green company on a philosophical level, it's, uh, it has to make economic sense. And uh, so, I, uh, because uh, we're in business, and if we can't stay in business, uh, um, we're not going to do anybody any good. So, we're gonna, uh, uh, I hope that uh, as time goes on, there's more support from state and federal uh, uh, laws and tax uh, structures to help support the kind of green initiatives that we're doing here. So it encourages more people like us uh, to take the steps because it is a, a, a you know an economic uh, challenge for uh, anybody. Uh, the biomass furnace costs a half a million dollars to 
install and uh, for lucky will pay for itself uh, over the next 10 years. That's not great um, payback for an investment that large for a company like us. We did it because we know it's the right thing to do, but I wish there was some tax incentive out there to help us along. Um, our wind turbine project, which I don't know if Greg talked to you about at all. Uh, he did talk to me a little bit about that. I'd like to hear more from you yeah. on that. That is um, even more exciting for me because um, there has been some uh, real estate uh, uh, support from that. We were recipient of a half a million dollar uh, MTC, that's Mass Technology Collaborative, grant that uh, will pay for um, nearly one-third of the total investment there. So, um, and this, uh, so with that support, um, uh, the wind turbine project uh, could potentially uh, be as little as a seven-year payback. And that uh, starts to be pretty attractive to companies like, uh, like us. So uh, you know, if we're really going to push green initiatives, those are things that have to happen. And um, uh, I, there's obviously a trend there. There's more awareness now with uh, um, uh, uh, with Gore getting the uh, uh, Nobel Peace Prize for his environmental initiatives and all the uh, 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 recent uh, talks and uh, discussions about uh, global warming. I think there's going to be more and more attention and hopefully more support given to industries uh, in Massachusetts to uh, um, make changes. And uh, we're excited about it. Okay, good. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to add that I haven't asked you about? You've, you've covered all my questions oh, uh, very well. Yes. Oh, well, um, uh, only that um, it's a, a really exciting time. And uh, although it's a challenging time for a lot of manufacturers uh, in Massachusetts, I know costs are rising. I think it's also a time when, uh, through innovation and uh, um, uh, you know, uh, looking at problems in a new way, we can uh, uh, come through this with um, uh, uh, with, uh, with with good results and uh, even strengthen the manufacturing base here in Massachusetts. And that's what we we hope to do. Uh, Many times people have suggested to us, you know, why are you doing this kind of business here in Massachusetts where it's expensive to uh, uh, heat the building that you work in and uh, uh, labor force is expensive, uh, 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 real estate's expensive. All those things are true, but I will also like to say that we've got some of the best skill set here anywhere in the country. And uh, uh, it's the people, really, that make the difference in our business, and that's why we're staying here in Massachusetts. And, 